to practice the overcoming living seen in Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, there is the need of a total consecration. It's never too late to start. And when we fail, we can always have a new beginning. In today's episode, we continue our series entitled Our Response, featuring a short word by Brother Andrew Yu spoken in April 2008 on the need to take ownership of our spiritual life. Also included is a report of how working saints in Taipei had been endeavoring to enter into the same burden. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. I was going to read in my message, but I didn't have the time. And here it is. There is the need of revival and an overcoming living. That's what we're talking about. To practice Ephesians 4, 11 to 16, there is the need of total consecration. In everything, seek the growth in life, and in all things, grow up into the head, which is Christ. The more consecrated we are, the more we will receive. Today, the elders bear a particularly heavy burden. While they feel inadequate for meeting the needs of the saints, they are reluctant to resign. Constrained between the two, they have to give either their all or none at all. And I'll say that to you, not just to the elders, that it's always all or none. You go up. If you don't go up, it's an upstream, then you just drift down. It's even, probably said one time, even to survive physically, it's a struggle. When you get a little bit aging, then you get up every morning, you have to make a resolution to live, even physically. And that, of course, goes very, very true, eternally, always, spiritually that you have to resolve to live. Constrained between the two, they have to either give their all or none at all. In this case, they have to give themselves thoroughly and absolutely. In everything, whether great or small, they must seek the growth in life and they must seek to grow up into the head Christ. By doing so, the elders will find themselves able to do their job. Hence, first, there is the need for revival and an overcoming living. That's what we're talking about. And overcoming is not super. It's just better than what you're doing. (laughs) Really. Really. Then there is a need for a total consecration. It is not a matter of the availability of time. It is not a matter of the availability of time. Rather, it is a matter of consecration. When you're consecrated, you will have the time. When we grow up into the head Christ in everything, all our problems will be solved. To you, it may be a dream but it can happen. And it's never too late to start 
and it's never too much to get up after you fail. It's, it's, it's never too much to do it again. It's never too much. Um, two things I was impressed this past training uh, that applies to this group. Number one, there's quite a bit of speaking about being the Zion in Jerusalem. And the Zion in Jerusalem is the overcomers. And who are they going to be? So when we talk about the overcoming living, we're talking about, Lord, um, I know it's hard, but um, I want to be the overcomers today. And in the vital group uh, messages, rather they put a big, huge equal sign. The overcomers are the vital members. The overcomers equal the vital person. So it's not going to Africa and get chopped off your head. It's not going to China and going to prison. It's just going to your arena at work and the sisters going to your job, uh, going to your home and just face, face the situation. Don't be dragged by the situation. Face it and say, Lord, I need to face it. Companionship is, of course, very important. Anyway, number one, Zion. That's the vision. You know, Ron, he got fire coming out of his spirit this morning. And I hope fire come, comes out of your spirit, Lord. Overcomers for the church life today. You know, there is some special speaking this last weekend concerning the young ones. I, you have to notice it. You know, it's, it's like it's popping out. None of that is planned. It popped out this morning and Ron speaking. It popped out yesterday in, uh, in Brother Minoru speaking. None of that was planned. None of that was in the outline. And you just realize there's something there. The other thing that uh, I was touched um, this last eight messages was the matter of the living that again it comes back to this matter that yes we have the vision yes we do need the experience but it's something that is manifested and practiced in our living and uh, so um, I still want to give the time to the Taiwan brothers and share something about their experience and you saw a little bit of the um, video uh, that they show for three minutes and I invited some brothers over the phone to go but it turned out that it was too expensive but uh, it, it was very very inspiring um, inspiring not in the way of a message but inspiring in seeing a generation standing up and say, we take, we take, we take possession. We take ownership of our spiritual life. We're not just, you know, somebody is keep encouraging us and pumping into us, but we take ownership and we take responsibility for where we're going. And uh, that's very, very encouraging. Um, 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 
I think you need to start with prayer. That's what I told the brothers again. And you need to start where you are. Don't think big. You know, that's what one thing I learned. Don't think big. Once you think too big, you're not going to get it. Just start from where you are and start from prayer. And it will happen. It will happen. Uh, I assure you that it will happen. I have seen too, 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 too many cases of saints that feel that they're hopeless. And it's, it's amazing that it's not the backsliding ones that feel hopeless. It's us <laughs> that have gone through so much training that we, that we feel hopeless. Well, that's the fact. But, uh, uh, I'll just tell you one more thing which I share with the brothers on the phone. I came back uh, from China and Korea and had a 10 days with Hank Hanegraaff. And the one thing that Hank was impressed was the way that you people practice the church life. And uh, I remember a brother Lee told me one time, he said, we, o- we ought to overcome Christianity. And you overcome not just by the truth, which we're trying to do, but you overcome, overcome them by the living. And... Uh, and and that's what they're they want they want that and uh, and that's what Hank said he said the only way I can describe it is to use an acronym WOW W O W and each word represents something I'm not going to go into that but he said he is convinced that the ministry of Brother Lee born in suffering will be a big contribution to the whole entire New Testament Christianity. And that we should not, our goal should not be just, we're no no longer a cult, but that we should um, share and we should tell um, the entire body of Christ what is in this ministry. I felt a little bit ashamed when he said that. But, you know, that's what um, an outsider sees. He's not so much impressed with our teaching yet, but he sees our living. And uh, that's, he, he was touched to the core with that. Um, one final thing I, I, I want to tell you. The three goals of the full-time training, FTTA, I went back and I reviewed. And uh, number one, that we would get into the high peak truth of God becoming man so that man can become God. That's what we're trying to do and help the young working saints to get into the truth, to study the truth um, in, in a scheduled way. Number two, to be the Zion in Jerusalem, and that is to become the overcomers that will rescue the church situation out of its present dormancy. That's the second goal of the FTTA. And the third goal is that we would live a crucified life in the power of Christ's resurrection. That's the God-man living. And so the FTTA is, you graduated, but that three goals should be our guiding star for the rest of our life. And that we should live that life, not just, not just those two years while we're there in the training, 
the minute we step out of Grace Garden, we're entering into the real arena. Amen. So anyway, I just thought to say a few words. I've been having uh, on and off um, communication with some of the brothers just by phone because everybody's busy and I know that. And we're not trying to start another meeting. We're not trying to start another young people's work. We're not trying to start anything. I, I'm just burdened for you. I'm very burdened for you. So I just feel like you take this burden, go, go back and pray a little bit about it, and then consider like what our brother said, talk a little bit to those around you in your locality. Right now, there's four places that we know of that are picking up this burden. And I say just picking up this burden. You ask me, what should you, what should we do? What's the next step? I don't know. The Lord is your next step. And, uh, and I wasn't sitting at the back, uh, randomly. I sit there deliberately because this is your meeting. This is not my meeting. But be sure, be very assured that all the brothers stand 100% behind it. 100% behind you. Okay. I'm going to stop here and then Maybe I'm born you said a church in Taipei, like Taiwan. Taiwan I do like to echo this burden concerning to live a vital living. Uh, in September 2006, there is a perfecting training for young working saints and college students. Uh, the general subject is called God's Praise and Move. Uh, in that training, uh, I, it, it really impressed me. Brother, just I came to service. And to share this burden concerning to live a vital living. So we spent entire one years to encourage young adults, young working saints in the church life. We need to put into practices. So I really can testify, uh, by practice all these seven items, gradually we regain the vitality in the church life. At the very beginning, maybe it's hard for the saints uh, because we need to change the way for our daily living. Uh, but gradually, when we start to practice, we just realize how we need to put all these items into practices. Because in the training, brother, fellowship with us, we cannot, we cannot live two different kinds of life, just like the frog. To, when we go to work, just like to swim in the water and come back to the church life, just come up to the land. That's two different kind of life. But as a normal Christian, we just can live one kind of life. Amen. That is a life of government living. Amen. But how can we do this? I do like to echo the first testimony. Uh, for the entire one year in the church life, uh, we have a, uh, we call a vital 247 uh, exercise. 24 hours per day and seven days a week, we need to start the practices. So we design a form and give the form to all the young working saints. And every day they will start to practice. And at the end of the week, they just return back the form to, to the one responsible brother in that district. And half a year in the church life, we have a meaning for them to give their testimony. And we even give them the reward. <laughs> Those who are uh, practice and they 
they give their testimony and they practice in a regular way, we really can testify or they really gain the vitality. And even though we practice one year, but we still have this kind of feeling, the manner of living, there's no way for us to graduate. So even the beginning of this year, we continue to share this burden. Oh, we need to continue to live such a vital living. In this way, we can have the vitality to counter people, to uh, to preach the gospel. So I do like to echo this burden. Which, uh, we just like the brothers here to practice all this burden. Um, and we are just your companion. We need to press on together to become a living and normal functioning members in the church life. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.